Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. You are listening to episode number 88 of the Awesomers Podcast series. So the veterans of the uh, podcast know that all you have to do is jump on over to awesomers.com slash 88. Uh, 88 is quite a lucky number uh, in China. Uh, I also use 88 because that was the year I was uh, graduated from high school. It's also the, the speed that you need to travel in the DeLorean if you're going to go back to the future. Uh, I think we all know that. So today's a very special episode and we're nearly halfway to my commitment of 180 episodes total, uh, at least for the first six months. So today is part three of our three-part series with Vladdy Gordon and we've been talking about some of Vladdy's background and experience and we've also been talking about some of the Amazon profit killers and how he has developed some software to help sellers get control of that and so you're going to love today's episode because we dive further into some of those profit killers and i even throw a bonus profit killer to in as well so you won't want to miss it i am thrilled that you're here listening i hope you're subscribing sharing and saving this um, with everybody around you and uh you know without you we can't get the job done so thank you okay so um the third one um is the I call it hidden Amazon fees or other fees. So normally everybody knows about the FBA fee and the commission and maybe about storage fees. And um, yeah, what else have we got? That That's pretty much it. You know, everybody talks about these ones, but um, actually Amazon has like, I, I counted more than 70 um, types of different fees. And um, you, you can all, you can see them all in your transaction report guys. Actually, you don't even need a tool for this. Um, you can download it. A report it's called transaction report and um, it has basically every um, every single transaction uh, where Amazon gives you money or, or charges you for something and um, yeah you can um, take a look in, in Excel and then yeah, you will see all kinds of stuff that you are charged for and I'll just make a couple of examples so inbound transportation fee sure if you're sending goods in um, from your prep center you need to pay for this but there are actually a couple of different flavors of this one. So one is called inbound convenience fee and another one is called inbound defect fee. So depending on where you send it to and which marketplace you're selling to, they, they may charge you for, you know, bad packing basically, or um, for, for, you know, items that are defect. Um, uh, well, or um, like another one is for example, lightning deal. Okay, of course we know lightning deals cost money, but um, you just need to account for this, right? 
it's it's not too much. It's, I, I think it was uh, $39, right? In, in well, it changes based on uh, different uh, timing and different product categories and different uh, potential. Some are hundreds, some are okay. not so much. Yeah, and it depends if you're in exclusives, but the point is very well made. Yeah. If you don't factor in your kind of the ad hoc marketing costs or the ad hoc yep. inbound storage or whatever, you're missing a whole bunch of fees that, that really yeah. are exist. And they, they sum up, you know, this is the the thing. And then you've got like things like coupon redemption fee and removal and disposal fee, sales tax collection fee, labeling, bubble wrap, uh, polybagging, uh, taping fee. But um, I guess the good news here is um, it's not only fees, you're also getting reimbursed. Uh, by Amazon. And um, so, for example, you're getting reimbursed if a customer claims that they will send the item back, uh, claims a return 45 days later, if they don't send a return, um, you get the money back, right? And, um, and let me uh, and just jump also- in on that one, Vladi. I definitely agree that Amazon will honor their own terms of service, um, and which is a big important thing for people to remember. A lot of times people think that you know, Amazon is the, you know, the, the big Borg in the sky that is just trying to suck money out of you. And maybe they're even right about that. Uh, I don't think so. But uh, obviously, they want to make money, but they, they will do it on a fair basis. So if a customer says they're going to return, you get back charged for it. And then they don't return, they're supposed to refund that to you. And they do 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. But by Amazon's own admissions, they miss it around 20% of the time. Do you agree? Yes, yes, yes. That's, uh, that's huge. So one, um, uh, one thing where they miss it is uh, actually when the customer doesn't re- return the item, as you said, this example. And another one um, is for uh, reimbursing for damaged and lost um, inventory. So uh, yeah, normally they do reimburse it, um, if they lose your inventory and um, or if they damage it, they reimburse it based on their calculations. So they don't they pay you kind of more than uh, or less than if you would you would have sold it but uh, normally more than the buying price so that you still make profit. But uh, yeah, those things are really hard to track because you also don't see them in the seller central. You need to download these transaction reports for every two weeks and then add them up in Excel and then you will see it, uh, see this number. And by the way, what's also important, if they lose your inventory, right? Okay, they reimburse you. They give you like $1,000 um, because they lost 100 items. What you need to do is you need to um, subtract the cost of goods of those 100 items from from this from the money that they reimburse you, right? Because um, these items are kind of sold, right? Yeah, they yeah. sold them to Amazon's uh, loss department. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They have a so, big department yeah. that loses stuff, everybody. <laughs> so these hidden fees, um, a lot of a lot of different um, things they charge you for. Um, they tend to add up. Uh, but the good thing is there are also positive reimbursements. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you got to know both sides of the the ledger. That's I think a very good point from you, uh, Vladi. And just a quick story. So one time uh, we had a big box. They they placed a bunch of orders unexpectedly, and we were short of inventory for some other big boxes that we were selling to. So we said, hey, Amazon, return. I don't know. It was like ten or twenty pallets of product. Uh, we're like, hey, just return that. They're going to do it via LTL, and we know the fees and. It's not ideal, but it is what it is, right? And at least we could make customers happy. So first of all, they take a long time on, on those returns. Unless you do a multi-channel sale and you just do a stra- standard return, they can take up to three weeks to assemble your order and send it back to you, which is not ideal. But anyway, after, after several weeks, we're like, hey, what's, where's the shipment? They're like, hey, here's your tracking number. We checked the, the LTL tracking number. 
nothing. It's never been scanned even as, as you know, received at the dock. So we go back to him. We're like, hey, nothing's been scanned. What's going on with this? this is after another week or so. So we're probably five weeks into it. They're like, ah, talk to the shipper. We don't know nothing. So we go again, again, two or three more weeks. Finally, and I don't remember the exact amount of this product, but it was somewhere between ten dollars and $20,000 worth of product uh, at cost, not, not at, at retail. And so finally we said, okay, well, you know, uh, we, this stuff hasn't arrived. You, you're the one who put it on the shipper. You're responsible. Uh, we're out. And so we just sent them a bill for whatever it was. I, I remember it being around 19,000 bucks. And then suddenly they got interested. They're like, oh, well, let's go check and see if we can find this because it got escalated. And believe it or not, they actually did find after something like six or seven weeks, they found these 10 or 20 pallets sitting on a dock somewhere and wow. finally returned it to us. But it took us almost 10 weeks to get that product back. We were not reimbursed for the last time. We did lose all of those orders from the big box in the meantime. Yeah. So the point is, as good as Amazon is, and I think they're they're you know certainly among the world's best when it comes to logistics and shipping and so forth. They're not perfect, and this is supporting the body's point yeah. that the inbound money coming to you, make sure you got everything is due to you, and make sure you understand the outbound money and that it's worth it to you. Otherwise, you're gonna you're going to have some unwelcome surprises. So that's three of the five. Uh, Vladi, what, what else you got? Actually, let me skip one um, because okay. I think we're a little bit over time. Um, and I'd like to talk more about last one, last but not least. Okay, so it's sure. not a real, um, it's not a um, profit killer. It's actually a business model killer. And um, so um, we, we said, you know, uh, most of the guys are not like bookkeeping fans. And um I'm not for sure. And for me, it was kind of um, interesting. I didn't really realize that you have like kind of two reports. One is profit and loss and one is cash flow. And um, I think uh, that a lot of sellers are confusing them. And um, we kind of uh, get asked a lot about these two. And, and sometimes people say, okay, I don't need uh, I don't need profit and loss. I see the, the cash on the bank account, right? I see there's cash coming in. So what's the problem, right? So, um, and to me, I kind of understood what, what these are, um, but um, I didn't really like understand it in a systematic way. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. So what's a profit and loss? Basically profit and loss, um, and you can do it with a tool or you can do it with Excel or on a napkin. Uh, basically it's a calculation where you see, are you making money per unit? Um, you factor in all those costs and all those fees and you kind of need a way to see, okay, I'm selling for 20 bucks and um, after I subtract all the fees, I subtract uh, the cost of goods, is there any profit left or no? Now, this is kind of a virtual number because, um, you know, when you, when you place an order and buy 5,000 units, right, and then sell one of them on Amazon, then your profit and loss will say, dude, you just made five bucks profit, right? But if you look on your bank account, you say, okay, I, I'm, in, I'm in trouble, right? I, I just spend a lot of money and um, I, don't, I don't have it. So I'm not making profits, right? So, so this is why this profit and loss, it says profit, but it's kind of a virtual profit. Are you making money per, per unit sold? And this is absolutely critical for your business model. Because if you are making money on every unit, then you're, you'll have a healthy business model. But if you're not, then, uh, you know, regardless of of the cash flow you will you know you will lose right do you know how this podcast is produced the guys we're about to introduce to you are paying the bills let's take a quick and intensive listen on this commercial break empowering 
The name says it all. Connecting e-commerce entrepreneurs with great people, ideas, systems, and the services needed to stay business dynamic and to grow. Empowery is a network, a cooperative venture of tools and resources to make you better at what you do. Because we love what you do. We are you. Visit Empowery.com to learn more. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. So, um, yeah, you can be making money per unit, but have no cash. Like if you just placed a big order and then you need 10 months to sell this, this whole inventory. So after, like, I don't know, maybe seven months, um, you will break, break even and you will start um, getting more cash than you had before, right? Um, so you can make money per unit, but um, be low on cash and, you, and it can work the other way around, right? So um, uh, like my uh, bookkeeper... Um, in Germany, he was saying, okay, um, you have an awesome month, but I knew it's just because I didn't place any orders um, in this month, right? Uh, but it can very well be that um, the, t- the accountant saying, okay, you're, you're making profits, but you're actually not because you're selling at a loss or you're selling your old inventory off that you want to just get rid of, right? So you're positive on cash, but your profit and loss um, shows negative um, profit or losses, right? So... Um, Basically, you need both. You need a system which tracks both, um, both profit and loss and cash flow. Because if you run out of cash, of course, it's a disaster also also for the business model because maybe then you cannot place another order and you run out of stock and you lose your rankings and basically you go out of, out of business. So you need to have enough cash. But you also need to make sure you're making money on every unit sold. Boy, and, I think um, that's really, really important. Uh, cash flow really is king. Uh, I would highly recommend people pay attention to their cash flow uh, as, as even the tip of the spear, especially in a small business, because when you can't place those orders, uh, it, it can really be a business model killer. I think those are great, great uh, killers. Now, you've given four killers. I'm going to throw in one that, that uh, I'll do in 30 seconds here. I think that sellers too often don't understand what their landed costs are for products. They think, well, the factory told me it was going to cost $5 per unit. And I know shipping's costing me something, but they don't really factor in shipping, receiving, port storage. Um, There's something called uh, drayage fees. If you're running containers, Uh, there's tariffs, there's dumping, anti-dumping duties, you know, and this doesn't apply to every product. There's so many layers of costs that I don't think people really understand their land of cost to the extent they need to. And I think it's, it's costing people money and it's costing them opportunity because they're investing in things that are really not as profitable. They should probably raise the price a little bit or consider selling other items. So there's a little bonus yep. to make sure we deliver on those five. Now, I love these, these profit killers, Vladdy. Uh, I want to just ask you before we, we jump, have you found people be able to fix these problems as, as a result of using some of your tools? Well, basically, um, I told you at the beginning, our mission and vision is to be the, the world's most accurate uh, profit analytics tool. So um, we kind of made sure we can uh, track all these, um, all these things as accurately as, as it is possible with, um, um, you know, with the Amazon in- interface. And actually, um, actually, it works decently well. So um, we can um, calculate the cost of returns um, 100% precisely, and we can also automatically evaluate whether an item is sellable or no uh, when it comes back to the warehouse. We can track the storage fees. Um, sometimes Amazon doesn't show them uh, like on the on the day 
day-to-day -day basis, but once a month, uh, but still on the product level as well. Uh, we can track all the other Amazon fees or all the hidden fees, whatever um, you know shows up in the transaction report um, we show in our tool. Um, and um, okay, ignoring uh, or basically confusing P&L and, and cash flow. So uh, basically we have a, a dashboard for P&L and uh, we also have a cash flow view you can use it or you can just use um, your bank account as uh, basically as a uh, form of your cash flow. And um, then you, you should be good if you, you know, are interpreting those numbers correctly. Well, I love it. I've, I have walked through the demo of Sellerboard and it is nice to be able to see kind of a comprehensive view of the product and, and uh, other expenses for that matter. I'm a huge believer that, uh, you know, what gets measured gets managed and, and, bringing some light to these types of things is a really good thing. I, I uh, appreciate what you're doing, you know, for sellers out there and trying to bring some information to the table. I think it's uh, a big thing uh, for us sellers, or if you have a U.S. company, don't forget with some of the sales tax changes, not sales tax, with some of the federal tax changes, um, you should, you should have an entity set up to expense your inventory. It will make a massive cash flow difference. If you already have a company that's doing accrual, I would even consider spinning up a new company to expense your inventory. It is the largest hit on phantom profit that you can have with your taxes, where you have no money in the bank and you get a bill for $100,000 from the IRS because you have 300,000 of inventory or you know some number, pick your own number. And it's because they want you to pay on an accrual basis taxes. And you can't take any of that inventory and deposit it with the IRS. You you will be in trouble. So make sure you understand that. Uh, again, Vladi, um, I, I wish you a great success. Can you tell me uh, how, so you said you've been doing uh, seller board for a couple years now, yes? Yes. And uh, what, think about five years in the future. What, what does it look like? What does your yeah. uh, venture look like? Yeah, actually, um, let me tell you about Amazon, um, you know, because um, I think that's key for also for all tools and uh, service providers and everybody. So I have a, a theory. I don't know if I'm right, but uh, I'm thinking a lot about it. I think Amazon will be more like like eBay. Um, and what I mean is, you know, eBay is very mature. So you won't find a course online, you know, how to earn $1 million on eBay with just one product. You know, that's that's not there. And there are a lot of sellers, a lot of shops, you know, e-commerce uh, companies selling on eBay who are very successful. But... Um, they're like very professional. It's a, it's a mature thing. And I think Amazon at the moment, it's growing, still growing like crazy, you know, and um, of course the competition is growing, but, but um, e-commerce is growing and Amazon is growing. So uh, uh, we're still not there, but maybe in five years, maybe in 10 years, um, Amazon will become more mature. So it will not be possible to earn uh, like millions only with uh, cardboard glasses, you know, I didn't earn millions though, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was still nice. But so a full time, a full time income, you know, it's hard to earn a full time income with just one product on eBay. You know, there, there is, there is no such thing. So I think Amazon will go into this direction. So there will be um, at a certain point, there will, won't be too many new sellers uh, that are not professional. So everybody will like become more and more professional. And, um, yeah, I think that um, this will require, I don't know, uh, new tools, but also um, um, a, a systematic approach, you know, or business processes and uh, certainly more professionalism, maybe less, um, maybe it will be less fun because you can like explode, 
Um, but uh, but that's just life and that's just business and entrepreneurship. And um, I think that, um, um, you know, guys who are, who are there from the beginning or who started five years from now or who even start now, um, they will be a better positioned in the, like in five years just to stay in this game, you know, when, when the market will be closed for, for new sellers. I love and, it. That's uh, a good crystal ball prediction. Go ahead. You had another bit. And, and, and for us, you know, as a, as a tool provider, we just need to, to support this. So I think um, it's going to be more about more sophisticated business processes and more about, um, you know, things like taxes and, um, and uh, you know, even deeper bookkeeping and, and management accounting uh, functions, um, maybe less, I don't know, product research because um, um, because at a certain point it, it will be harder and harder to find like those gems for a single product which can make you a full-time income, right? Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I appreciate you uh, putting out your, your prognostication there, um, what's coming in the future. And the reality is none of us know, but I think those are good bets that it will continue to consolidate. There will be some changes as the as the platform matures and as some of the the noise that's coming into the system with you know so many sellers that are doing uh, nefarious things start to fade away you know there's there's so many things happening on it it's a very dynamic in many ways it's fun and exciting and in other ways it's you know scary and uh the unknown is is constantly causing fear so uh they they those two things go together but Vladdy, i want to thank you uh, for taking the time today and joining us on awesomers Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Steve. It was my pleasure. It's great fun having you. Awesomers, uh, if you're listening out there, we're going to be right back after this. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. A giddy up. All right, there it is. Uh, that uh, puts the uh, final notes on our three-part series with Vladdy Gordon. And, you know, what a great sport he is to, you know, kind of call in late in the day. I was calling in on the European time zones. And, you know, here's a guy who's been studying and, you know, learning about computer science and applying that knowledge to his Amazon business and then figuring out, you know what, this is a, a tool that I'm creating that perhaps other people find value in. And we certainly believe in the concept of, you know, automation and adding tools to make your life a little bit easier. I don't, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of this idea that you should get control of your finances, but I'm saying I don't really necessarily want you to do it by pen and pencil. So in whatever way it's best for you, including pen and pencil, I'll acquiesce and say that's okay. But I, I'm not a fan of the pen and pencil at this stage because there's so many things to make our lives easier. If you are like me, you've suffered at some point, you know, kind of your neck deep drowning in spreadsheets. And this is why I think tools are so important. So uh, Vladdy's also feels the same way. That's why he built his tool. And uh, I'm thrilled that he was able to join us and, and get in on this um, exchange of ideas and, and to share some of these profit killers with you. If you sell on Amazon, you should listen to this. If, even if you don't sell on Amazon, this type of profit killer is indicative that you'll find in any company of any business. So really, really important lessons and takeaways. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. 
Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Osmers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again.